Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome listeners, and thanks for joining us on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. In this episode, we're going to uncover one of the top cryptids out there, and you'll know his name, Mothman. As legend has it, the flying Mothman horrified countless Mount Pleasant, West Virginia residents in the late 1960s. And when a local bridge collapsed, well, the creature was blamed for the deaths of 46 people. And you're going to find out much more about Mothman. But first, a reminder to check out the Paranormal Factor podcast Facebook page. Every day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to explore. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories from around the world. Now, on to our episode. The first Mothman sightings occurred near the small town of Mount Pleasant, West Virginia, in 1966. On November 12th, in Clendenin, West Virginia, a group of five gravediggers working in a cemetery spotted something strange. Go figure. They were digging a grave when they reported seeing a man-like shadowy figure fly over their heads from a nearby tree. It was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from treetop to treetop. The gravediggers would later describe this figure as a brown human being, but unlike a human being, this thing had wings. This was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman, an elusive creature that remains as mysterious today as it was on that night when the frightened witnesses first laid eyes on it. On Monday night, November the 14th, A building contractor in Salem, West Virginia, was home watching television with his family when the television began making funny noises. Then it suddenly exploded, sending shards of glass around the room. There were loud noises outside as well. The contractor ran to the door and threw it open. The family dog ran outside and was never seen again. In a nearby field, red flashing lights were visible. The next day, the grass in the field appeared to be flattened. He also allegedly reported having a visit by the infamous Men in Black the following day, telling him not to report the incident. Just three days after the gravedigger's initial report in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia, two couples noticed a white-winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car that they were all sitting in. Eyewitnesses Roger Scarberry and Steve Mallett told the local paper, the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart. It also had a wingspan of ten feet and seemed to avoid the bright headlights of the car. Well, knowing how absurd this must have sounded to a local paper in a small Appalachian community in the 1960s, Scarberry insisted that the apparition could not have been a figment of his imagination. He assured the paper, if I had seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything, but there were four of us who saw it. 
At first, reporters were skeptical. In the papers, they called the Mothman a bird and a mysterious creature. However, they did print Mallet's description. It was like a man with wings. But more and more sightings would be reported in the Point Pleasant area over the next year as the legend of the Mothman took shape. Perhaps the most widely known and talked about modern myth is that of the Mothman. Since the 1960 sightings, the Mothman has been spotted countless times in the United States. Some say it's a harbinger of cataclysmic events. Others say it's an alien life form with connections to UFOs and men in black. But many think it has a more practical explanation, or is a hoax, or the product of mass hysteria. Whatever the case, the Mothman continues to pop up in real life and pop culture, and is one of the more intriguing examples of modern American folklore. To understand how the creature originated, we need to go back to the most serious encounter by the two aforementioned couples. The town of Mount Pleasant, West Virginia, offers its residents a landscape once claimed for France by a 17th century explorer, a namesake battle site many swear is the first of the Revolutionary War. But it's also known for a bipedal, humanoid, moth-like creature with glowing eyes. And this particular local treasure is, of course, astonishing. In November of 1966, eerie things began to occur in the small township. Strange lights in the sky, mysterious men in black, and a flying red-eyed creature called Mothman who would change this small West Virginia town forever. On November 15, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet, told police they had seen a large white creature whose eyes glowed red. It was standing at the side of the road near the so-called TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant and adjacent power plant. They were all driving together on State Route 62 near the abandoned National Guard Armory building and old power plant. When they got next to the abandoned power plant, they suddenly saw two large red eyes which reflected the light from the car's headlights. Steve noticed it first and he pointed it out to the group. That's when they are said to have noticed that the glowing red eyes belonged to a strange creature, a menacing figure standing seven feet tall. They claimed they saw a gray man-like figure with wings go around the corner at the old power plant. They further stated the creature didn't run, but wobbled like it couldn't keep its balance. Linda Scarberry described it as a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall with white wings, and said that she was incapable of discerning its face due to the hypnotic effect of its eyes. In the headlights, those giant eyes shone an even brighter red. As you can imagine, panic set in. Roger, the car's driver, sped away toward town, but the creature followed, making a screeching sound. According to these first eyewitness accounts, the thing rose up like a helicopter. Though a clumsy runner, as they saw at the power plant, it definitely excelled in gliding. It was easily keeping pace, even as the car reached 100 miles per hour. It flew right above their car, a 1957 Chevrolet, its wingtips dipping below window level and occasionally whacking into the sides of the car. It pursued them as far as the Point Pleasant city limits. They stopped at a nearby restaurant and told their story to the owner, and he called the Mason County Sheriff. 
Well, the sheriff put the four in separate rooms and asked them to write down what had happened. Even though they were unable to compare notes, the four told the same story and gave the same details. Well, the creature's sudden appearance had quite an impact on the town, making for an uncertain headline the next day in the Point Pleasant Registry. Couples see man-sized bird, creature, something. With this initial contact, and according to written reports, Mothman would be responsible for a host of strange sightings and events in Point Pleasant and the surrounding areas, lurking outside homes, chasing cars, and stealing pet dogs. Wait a minute. Stealing dogs? Yeah. Well, maybe. You see, the day before, Mothman stretched his huge wings above the couple's car. It's possible he made a stop at Newell Partridge's home in Salem, West Virginia. This account, chronicled in John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies, tells of a German shepherd named Bandit who bolted into the woods chasing after two glowing red circles. Partridge says he looked for Bandit, but found nothing but paw prints going in circles and then vanishing. Partridge also told the sheriff that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. He further claimed that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. This narrative remains a popular one in the Mothman mythos, especially since it allegedly led to the disappearance of Partridge's dog. To this day, some still believe that the terrifying beast took his beloved pet. Anyway, the Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days after the first claims. During the next few days after local newspapers reported it, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was like a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large blue heron. Well, word got around as it does in a small town, and soon there were more and more sightings. Some of them, but not all, were clearly pranksters, having fun at the expense of their nervous neighbors. The conventional inclination for a small town to form an angry mob intensified. Rather than raising pitchforks and torches, for several nights, intrigued townspeople made hunting rifles their preferred weapon. Most locals at first called it the Big Bird, but the Mothman received its name from the press, who named it after a character in the popular Batman television show that was airing at the time. Sightings of the Mothman continued throughout the following year, often leaving witnesses with a deep sense of dread. Many locals believed the Mothman lived in that vacant power plant outside Point Pleasant, perhaps an escaped product of some past secret government experiment. The next 13 months produced more than 100 reports of what locals continued calling the bird or the big bird. Earlier sightings came to light from Cheshire, Rutland, a home near the TNT plant, and one in Doddridge County, West Virginia, east of Parkersburg. These sightings had similar descriptions that fit what the two married couples saw. Two red eyes about six inches apart, wings with ten-foot span, and always man-like with stocky legs. A skeptical Point Pleasant woman sometimes went to the power plant area to try to debunk the myth. But on one day, as she carried her child to her car, she saw standing next to the vehicle a tall man-like creature with enormous wings and huge red eyes. Well, she told friends she never would drive at night after that. 
allegedly a deputy sheriff assigned to patrol that area where many of the sightings had been, quit on the spot after an encounter he had. Mary Heyer, a journalist with the Athens, Ohio Messenger, the local news source for the northern neighbors of Point Pleasant, found herself covering these strange sightings and encounters. Her first article, entitled Winged Red-Eyed Thing Chases Point Pleasant Couples Across Countryside, appeared without delay on November 16, 1966. According to the witnesses, this creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, perhaps as fast as 100 miles per hour, but all of them agreed that it was a clumsy runner on the ground. They knew this only because it allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air, then scuttled into a nearby field and disappeared. Well, many locals believe the Mothman lived in that vacant power plant on the outskirts of town, in an area once home to a top-secret government facility where supposedly nuclear weapons were tested. They wondered, was the Mothman some product of government tampering? a winged creature born from weapons testing? Imaginations ran wild and fueled the legend. And then, a unique tragic event would occur, catapulting the Mothman to the top of the list of cryptids, monsters, and other paranormal entities. The most infamous sighting of Mothman was on December the 15th, 1967. Locals said they saw Mothman on top of, or flying over, the Silver Bridge. The Silver Bridge was a suspension bridge over the Ohio River that connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to Gallipolis, Ohio. Notice I said was. That's because on December the 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed and resulted in the death of 46 people. The incident gave rise to the legend of connecting the Mothman to the bridge collapse. On December 15th, just over a year after the first Mothman sighting, Traffic was bad on the Silver Bridge. Originally built in 1928 to connect Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio, the bridge was packed with cars. This placed a strain on the bridge, which had been built in a time when cars were lighter. I mean, the Model T had weighed just 1,500 pounds, a small weight compared to the 1967 average for a car, which was about 4,000 pounds. And the bridge's engineers hadn't been particularly visionary, nor had they been especially cautious while constructing the bridge. The bridge's design featured very little redundancy, meaning if one part failed, there was almost nothing in place to prevent other parts from failing also. And on that cold December day, that was exactly what happened. Without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain snapped, and the bridge, with its careful balance disturbed, literally fell to pieces. Horrifically, it plunged cars and pedestrians into the icy water of the Ohio River below. Forty-six people died, either by drowning or by being crushed from the wreckage. Following the Mothman sightings, the bridge collapse was the second bizarre thing to happen in a year's time and put Point Pleasant in the national spotlight and it wouldn't take long for some to connect the two. In 1975, author John Keel blended the Mothman sightings and the bridge disaster while creating his book, The Mothman Prophecies. He also incorporated UFO activity. His story took hold, and the town soon became iconic among conspiracy theorists, ufologists, and fans of the paranormal. 
The bridge tragedy coupled with Mothman appearances, and remember, several people alleged the Mothman had been in the vicinity of the bridge either before or during the disaster, served to link the two going forward. It also set in motion other sightings linked to other catastrophes. The idea that visitations from the Mothman predicted disasters was powerful and irresistible. It led some believers to make ties to the Chernobyl disaster of 1986, the Mexican swine flu outbreak of 2009, and the 2011 nuclear disaster in Fukushima, Japan. According to a Georgian newspaper, Russian ufologists claim Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. And more routine sightings, if seeing Mothman could be called routine, didn't only happen in West Virginia. From 2011 to its peak in 2017, at least 55 people reported seeing the Mothman in Chicago. As for sightings of the original Mothman, they've mostly declined since the late 1960s, but every so often, a new sighting surfaces. In 2016, a man who had just moved to Point Pleasant spotted a mysterious creature jumping from tree to tree. The unidentified man captured images of what he believed to be the Mothman and gave the photos to local news station WCHS, claiming he took them while driving on State Route 2. The station aired the pictures in a report, and as you might imagine, it kick-started new interest in the cryptid. The images? Well, they do seem to show the silhouette of a two-legged winged creature flying around treetops, but they are very grainy and blurred. He claimed to local reporters that he was unaware of the local legend of the Mothman until he allegedly spotted the creature himself. Whether these sightings are real or not, the Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant today in the form of a historical museum and also in the form of an impressive 12-foot-tall chrome-polished statue, complete with massive steel wings and ruby-red eyes. It has become almost as iconic as the creature itself. And while we still don't know what the Mothman is, that has not stopped skeptics from throwing out some ideas of their own. So, Mothman skeptics think they have an idea or ideas of what it is people have seen. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill Crane. It's a large American crane, almost as tall as a man, with a seven-foot wingspan featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. Smith notes, the bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it's not native to this region. Folklorist Jan Harold Brundvin found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales. He notes it suggests that something real may have triggered the scares and then became woven with existing folklore. Paranormal investigator and skeptic Joe Nickel says a number of hoaxes followed the publicity generated by the original reports, such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons. Nickel attributes the Mothman's stories to sightings of barred owls, suggesting the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually red-eye effect caused from the reflection of light from flashlights or other sources. Another theory suggests that the creation of the Mothman was the work of one very committed prankster, who went so far as to hide in the abandoned World War II munitions plant where some of the sightings occurred. So what is Mothman? Maybe a blue heron or large crane? 
Well, yeah, it's possible that a big bird scared some people in West Virginia in the 1960s, and the whole freaked-out town created the Mothman to explain what they couldn't. Of course, that doesn't explain the creature chasing the car with the two couples, or how it could stay with them at 100 miles an hour. That would not be the behavior of a heron, crane, or owl. And then there are the paranormal enthusiasts. They believe the Mothman is something else entirely, and that something runs the gamut. Some ufologists believe it is an alien species of some type. Paranormal authors have suggested the entity is some kind of supernatural manifestation. And cryptozoologists? Well, they claim Mothman is a previously unknown species of animal. In his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, author John Keel claimed Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, including premonitions of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, UFO sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomena. In 2006, Jeff Wamsley, a Point Pleasant native who grew up listening to the stories, opened the Mothman Museum to showcase all the archival material that he has assembled. The collection features police reports and eyewitness accounts from various sightings. I think the Mothman story is timeless, Wamsley says. It's never been fully solved or proven as to what these people were seeing. People come here to see for themselves and to investigate on their own, to make up their own minds. Everyone has their own theory. It's a part of the town's history. Wamsley said he has never seen the creature, but he has talked to many of the original witnesses, and he says he believes they saw something. There are too many witnesses who could not have made up the same story or description, he says but we may never know exactly what they saw or encountered. Rosemary Hathaway, an associate professor of English at West Virginia University, defines the revival of cryptomania as a renaissance. At the heart of the Mothman legend and West Virginian cryptid contemporaries like Sheep Squatch and the Flatwoods Monster is a resurgence of traditional storytelling, she notes. My sense is that the cryptid stories are the more modern versions of ghost stories, says Hathaway. Gwen Mallow of the Center for Folk Life and Cultural Heritage puts it this way, The caverns, mountains, and hollers of West Virginia are no stereotype. They house intriguing characters made resident in storytelling and supernatural American folklore. And true or not, one can unearth rich meanings in cryptids that tempt us to tell their tales. Denny Bellamy, director of the Mason County Convention and Visitors Bureau, says it's important to note the Mothman has never hurt anyone that we know of. Bellamy says the monster has never been violent, despite its fearsome appearance. I don't know that anyone's ever had a physical encounter with it. I sure have talked to a lot of people and have never met anyone who claimed to be a victim, other well, than mentally, of course. I mean, when you see something you don't expect to see, it can be disturbing, to say the least. And there is still debate on whether Mothman is good or evil. A lot of that comes from the incident of the bridge collapse. I think probably most people see him as more of a villain, but honestly, he could be both. And in many ways, he is both, said Jason Burns, a West Virginia storyteller. Because there's no actual proof that he caused the collapse. He could have just been saying, hey, it's going to happen, look out. I'm on the bridge pointing out the break. Or maybe 
That's what the Mothman wants us to think. Postscript. Point Pleasant held its first annual Mothman Festival in 2002. The Mothman Festival began after brainstorming creative ways to get people to visit Point Pleasant. According to the event organizer Jeff Wamsley, the average attendance for the Mothman Festival is a healthy 10 to 12,000 people per year. The festival is held on the third weekend of September, hosting guest speakers, vendor exhibits, pancake eating contests, and hayride tours of notable local sites. So this coming September, if you have a mind, head over to Point Pleasant to experience more about the Mothman. Well, in our next episode, we're going to cover one of the most mysterious of all paranormal phenomena, the weird occurrences of cattle mutilations. Of course, many skeptics state that these are natural occurrences and nothing unusual is happening. But the facts of these cases do not bear that out. There are serious suspicions something ominous is at play here. How and why are livestock being killed? What are the peculiar circumstances surrounding the mutilations? And who do people think are responsible? Well, you're going to find out when we investigate the strange occurrences of cattle mutilations. Next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. That's right, quiz time. And here we go. The Wanakee Reservoir UFO was sighted in what state? Was it A, New Jersey, B, New York, C, Wisconsin, or D, Oklahoma? Once again, the Wanakee Reservoir UFO was sighted in what state? Was it New Jersey, New York, Wisconsin, or Oklahoma? And the answer is... A. New Jersey. What happened over the Wanakee Reservoir in New Jersey during 1966 remains a mystery. It was a chilly January evening when police received the first call regarding something strange flying near the New Jersey Reservoir. Just after 6.30 p.m., police were sent to check out a light near Raymond Dam. Well, it didn't take long before the police radio filled with more news from the reservoir. Something hovering from above was burning a hole in the ice. Hundreds saw the UFO and the strange beam it projected onto the reservoir. They included city officials and members of law enforcement. This third season in Episode 5, I was joined by writer and paranormal investigator Eleanor Wagner, who has written about this astonishing case. Also on the episode was Nick Froshy, a police officer who was actually at the scene the night of the incident. If you'd like to hear more about this amazing UFO case, check out Season 3's fifth episode right here on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave... If you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by. <laughs>